Hello and welcome to Flow Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm J-Log. And we're glad you guys have joined us for another day. Uh, let's open up in prayer. Holy Father, we just thank you for this day. We just thank you for yet again another opportunity just to be able to come and just to um, glorify your name. And just as we talk about worship today, just help us just to bring honor and glory to that. We just ask that you be with our nation just with the transition going on and just ask that you work in everything that's happening and just where in everything that happens where we honor you, we honor each other, but most of all that you get the glory. And we just ask that you be with us now. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Josh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do a handle this time. Yeah, you go ahead and handle the introductions <laughs> yeah. this time. So we are going to be covering a topic that's very passionate to all of us um, in, in this room. Absolutely. Probably, probably a lot of people listening is worship. Um, and we have a special guest with us today, and I'm excited about our special guest. Um, some of you guys might know him. Some of you guys might not, but he is William. Um, William is the worship pastor at Mill Creek, um, along with a lot of other hats that he wears from Mill Creek. One but or two. Yeah, one or two. <laughs> yeah, we, we wanted to get into the whole list of stuff. But, you know, today we're talking about worship, you That's know, it. and he is our worship pastor. And um, there's been many of times where on a Wednesday afternoon, me and William are just in his office just talking about worship music and talking about, hey, what's what do you think about this song or this song? Or, rewriting this, songs. Yeah, or rewriting songs or <laughs> mashing songs up together, you know. Um, but we've had lots of conversations just about not only just the music part of worship, but just worship as a lifestyle. You know, and so we wanted to bring William on for this episode and probably future episodes also as we talk about worship. And as you guys know how we do stuff, we don't really have a set order. You know, no. we're, we're just going to sort of talk about worship. And knowing William like I know William, this is the biggest thing that bothers William. He likes he likes that 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 idea. <laughs> that static, uh, <laughs> consistent. Where, where am I going and how <laughs> yeah. am I getting there? Yeah. Right. So, William, I'm sorry. There's no road signs. Oh, there's okay. no map. No, it's just... Uh, Go with the flow of things, William, and hope that everything goes works out right. <laughs> <laughs> it usually does. Um, but, yeah, we do skip around with things. Uh, just to update real quick before we start in on worship, we still are going to continue our um, weekly podcast on being a Christian athlete yeah. and living out your faith in the sports that you play. Uh, we've just ran into a couple of injury snags with the athletes that we've had lined up. Uh, so we will pick that back up here within the next couple of weeks. I, I, I am foreseeing that happening. So just stay tuned for those guys. Uh, but let's go ahead and dive deep into worship. It yeah. is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it is the it is the eye-opening, joy-spilling, and overflowing from my heart that walks in on Sunday mornings. Um, as I'm getting ready at home, even Saturday night, uh, get before going to bed, it is literally something I think about because worship is so near and dear to my heart that it allows me to flow freely. And we'll get more into that, but uh, I'm just I'm just hype about this this episode, Josh. And it's it's sort of when we throw the idea of worship out there, it's such a big topic. That's like, all right, where do we want to start at? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, like you said, it's just that. What worship means, I mean, I I get down to worship music. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of guy that you'll see, like, just screaming at the top of his lungs at a stoplight and being like, what in the world is he doing? Oh, he's worshiping Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, to the point where sometimes I'm worried I'm hitting my steering wheel too hard because my airbags don't come off on me. You know, <laughs> like, I, I love worship. And there's nothing like, it just gets you in the proper mindset. It does. It prepares you. It 
rids, rids, at least for me, it rids me of all my, whatever was negative in my life, whatever was supposedly important in my life. I become as very, very small when it comes to my relationship with Jesus. And it puts me in that place of love and welcoming and relationship with God. Yeah. So, I mean, when I, on those, you know, Sunday mornings are always a hard morning. I mean, William can attest to this is that, you know, Satan seems to attack even more on the Sunday morning trying to get, when you're trying to get into the right idea of worship and also serving and leading and all of that. And I have found that on those mornings where I'm just stressed out or anxious or just not in the right mindset, I'll put on some worship music and it just helps me sort of get that that center. That's... Go ahead, William. No, as I, I'm sitting here listening to y'all talk, and, and y'all are leaning toward a mentality that the world has placed upon worship. Mm-hmm. And you say you're doing this, and you're you're preparing, and you want to get in the right mindset, so you start to worship God. So there's a misconception that I'm hearing that's consistent here for me personally, and I think mm-hmm. what the Scripture teaches: in all that you do, you need to worship, mm-hmm. and so. You're trying to bring the focus back in worship, and you made the I put on worship music, which yeah. is a very interesting term, right? And so I know I just went through a book and a study with the praise team, and it, it refers to that. That phrase came around not too long ago, and worship music, and it stuck. And now we have the worship movement, and all of those things that we come up to the present day, and um, it's just an interesting mindset that the world has placed upon worship. And worship is not something. Uh, but you, you, you hit on a very interesting point. You prepare to come to church to worship. Mm-hmm. You start worship at home. And I just mm-hmm. see it as a, uh, a vital part of many times in America, especially the churches that I'm aware of, we have a worship service, not worship all the time. It's I'm going to show up on Sunday morning, I'm going to worship God, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go home with the rest of my day and do all those things. Yeah. And <clears throat> it, it, like you said, it's that idea of worship all the time. You know, Paul says, whether you eat, sleep, whether you're standing, lying down, you do it all for the glory of God. You know, that that worship aspect. And it's that idea of, like you said, we have the worship music, you know, the new phrase or fairly new phrase. And we talk about worship and we talk about worship music. Mm -hmm. But there's also that part of worship that's your lifestyle. It's everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And I tell all the people all the time with our children's ministry, hey, you know, when you're cleaning up the mess after the kids have left, that's part of your worship, you know. When you're having to put chairs up and stack chairs down and, you know, when we were setting up and tearing down the chairs in the, the building for the young adult group and stuff like that, it's like, man, I have to do this every week or every other week, and it's just mm-hmm. a lot. And it's like, well, it's part of our worship. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times we get caught up and distracted in the negatives of life. Right. But we forget that everything is worship. You know, when you're on the phone call with a truck driver, mm-hmm. you know, that's worship. I mean, it's worship. <laughs> Should be. That right. is worship. You know, and it's just, we look at it that no matter what your job is or what you're doing, God has given you the ability to do that. I know a lot of people don't, a lot of people do know that I like to run and cycle is one of the road cycling is one of the things I really enjoy doing and getting away and I was doing a bike ride with a person one day in Louisville and it was brought up what I do and different things and the very thing that you're referring to as we was riding down the bike riding our bikes down the road and talking I said what we're doing right now should be a form of worship 
we're enjoying the fellowship with one another, but through everything we must exalt God, and exalting God is what worship is really at the heart of it. Yeah. No other gods before me, that's the first commandment, and the greatest one is to honor him in all things. Yeah, I mean, and so, yeah, it's this comfort when we start talking about worship, it's the, we could talk about the music side of worship, because that's, I mean, that's part of it, as far as the modern church, what we call worship. <laughs> <Right. You know? laughs> William's like, well, <laughs> but yeah, the it, modern it, it church. It is, yeah. it is. I mean. And then, and because we'll also see that, I mean, I think of Psalm 150, you know, praise them with the cymbal, praise them with the lyre, praise them with, and it starts like listing all the different instruments and stuff like that. And, you know, that's a part of worship. Um, you know, you guys know this, but for those that listen, I, I play the guitar. Definitely not on the level that William plays the guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I play it, and I help lead worship with the kids at our church, you know. And I find that when I am practicing, when it's me and my wife practicing or getting ready, mm-hmm. that's when I tend to worship more, like get into that mindset of worship mm-hmm. than when I'm actually leading it. Well, I mean, let's just take last night. We had worship practice, and I led them through a study. Then we went on stage, and we'd done a rehearsal. And then a few of us hung around and talked for about 45 minutes to an hour, and everybody left the building. And so uh, I just went on stage, and I started playing. And then I went over to the piano, and there's a song we're playing Sunday. And there's, there's so many different ways to look at how does this song going to actually be presented, and how is it going to affect me you know, people think that I can lead you into the presence of God. That's in, uh, It's not going to happen. I can't do that. That's not what we're called to do because God, the Holy Spirit, is present. And I can reveal him to you and show you what you looks like, but I can't pick you up and lead you mm-hmm. to God. I can point you in the right direction, but that's a one-on-one relationship. But what you're referring to, I left about two thir- or 12.30 this morning. Uh, William was up here late. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was playing this song, and I was I was just trying to play it different ways. And I sat down behind the piano and started playing it. And it's like, God, how do you want me to play this song? Mm-hmm. If I want to, you know, they made the comment that we're going to play it this way in rehearsal, but you're going to change it by Sunday morning because I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> a few times. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, worship is, is a one-on-one, you know, it's a relationship. It, it's what it looks like in the moment for you. And, you know, what does it take for us to get drawn in? And music is such a powerful tool. It's, yeah. it's, it's a powerful tool that can be easily manipulated. Yes, it can. We can get caught up in the tempo of a song. We can get caught up in so many things. And we can be fed a lie and accept it because of the music that's reinforcing it. Mm-hmm. And so it's very vital that we pay attention to what's being sung. And I think that, you know, you hit the nail on the head a second ago, William, when you said that, you can't lead anybody in the presence of God. It's the Holy Spirit within us that allows us to be in His presence. And for me, with the music aspect of it, and you know, hitting on the other parts of worship, everything we do is worship. You know, because I come, in, I even come in here this morning and thinking to myself, you know, we're going to be talking about music, we're going to be talking about worship, we're going to be talking about praise and worship, we're going to be talking about the whole realm of what we do on Sunday mornings and so on and so forth, but. It just goes to show you guys out there that there's more than one form of worship. The common thought process of what we do on Sundays, what we do when we're at home, listening to our music on our whatever device it is that you want to listen to it on. We've got to remember that we need to worship Jesus with how we live our life first. Allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell within us and grow that relationship through God's Word, 
which allows us to live in accordance to how he wants us to live, which allows the Holy Spirit to dwell within us so that we can enjoy him and allow him to fill us full when we come to that, at least for me, for that worship of music. Yeah. I had to, the yesterday, I was up here at the 150 getting getting a cup of coffee. I was, I was having a bad morning. It was already started off that way. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and go down. Y'all know I come by here and pray mm-hmm. periodically. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go to the church and I'm going to pray. And I'm not just going to pray because a lot of times I'll just get out and pray and talk to God and things. But, man, I had my phone blaring. I was listening to pr- praising some worship music and listening to it and praying at the same time because worship take puts me in that place even more so yeah. than just talking to God. It It's like it sucks me in. And there's a reason why we see, I mean, we think about throughout scriptures, we see God uses songs and God uses music. I mean, mm-hmm. the Psalms just in general are, you know, musical stuff. And then we see the, the heavenly host when with the shepherds, you know, singing the song. Mm-hmm. We see the angels in Isaiah, you know, holy, holy, holy. We see time after time again where music is a huge part of God. I like the term praise music more than I like it as worship music because mm-hmm. praise music is what helps uh, elevate our personal worship with God. Mm-hmm. And so the one thing you're referring to, I think, is something I wish people would grab onto. It's not about coming to church and being filled up. It's about coming to church and overflowing. And overflowing and pouring out. Pouring out, too, because mm-hmm. there may be somebody who's struggling that needs that overflowing. But if we all come empty, we can't fill the cup. We can't fill right. the cup. Yeah. I want to encourage everybody that's listening that's been involved in a church service, and you're sitting there and you're thinking, I haven't experienced what they're talking about. It sounds wonderful. I challenge you to check your relationship and see where you're at with God. Are you battling him? Yeah. Are you struggling? Are you refusing to give in? Is there a part of your life that you haven't turned over that maybe is keeping you from that worship that we're talking about? Um, when you surrender everything of who you are and God becomes your all in all, the one thing I remember praying for years back because I was so hard. I mean, I was hard. Um, I never drank. I never did drugs. I never did any of that type of stuff out of fear of getting beat to death by my dad. <laughs> you know, that parental fear. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I substituted my lifestyle of being just hard. I was hard. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did other things with my speech and my talk and things that I, I became hard. So the one thing that as I began, began to know Christ and build that relationship, the one thing that I consistently prayed for was to be broken. Broken to the point to where I would feel it. And it's funny because you trick yourself. And I tricked myself into believing that I was broken, but I still hadn't even given over the littlest thing. And when God calls you, he wants all of you. Oh, yeah. Every bit of you is what he wants. And when you give him everything and you submit and you turn it all over and lay it in his lap, then he begins that work in you that you have never seen before. And that's where a lot of times you're you're exactly right, William, about being able to overflow and to be able to pour out. I don't come to I come to get filled, but I come to get poured, to pour back out. And you'll see some Sundays during, you know, praise music and worship and stuff, this I'm 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 crying, I'm laying it all out there, and 90% of the time, it's, I don't even plan to. It's what the Holy Spirit does through, for me, through his praise. 
and giving him the glory, allowing him to come and reign supreme in your life. And I just want you guys to understand that if you're not, if you haven't experienced that, maybe you were doing what I was doing. Maybe you haven't given everything over to God. Maybe you're not surrendering, surrendering at all so that you can draw closer to him. So just keep that in mind as we go through the rest of this episode. Yeah. And I want to jump back to something that William had said earlier about mm-hmm. people worship in different styles. And this is actually, I don't really know if I haven't had a chance to talk to William about this, but a few weeks ago he was talking about this, how it always bothered me when I was part of a worship service and there'd just be people that would stand there not mm-hmm. singing, not doing anything. Right. And it's like, well, how are you not engaging in this worship? But then a few weeks ago, William talked about, you know, maybe you're just there and you're just soaking in the lyrics. You know, maybe singing is not your worship style. And it was like, wow, I mean, that's true. You know, singing might not be somebody's worship style. It might just be a meditation on the lyrics or, you know, just that, that silent, you know, part of it. And it's like, man, that's, everybody worship differently. Now, that's just. A well, no, that's, that's a very, I think, honest and true point because I've taught before and I'm standing up there looking at somebody thinking, they're no more paying attention to me than a man in the moon. But how do I know that they're not meditating on what's going on in their life because they're being affected by the way of God's using me to say what he wants me to say? Yeah. And well, how many times have you seen a, a room full of children playing and you're talking and you think they didn't hear nothing I said and a little bit later they come back and quote you every oh, absolutely. Sunday. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I mean, and so, you know, we, we get caught up into, you know, there's several people in our congregation. Well, several, I say a few. <laughs> they that seem like so. <laughs> right. But on Sunday morning and, and you hear them and, and their praise, their worship comes through verbally or, or through actions. And um, that's uplifting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I have to remember. And this is what, you know, good parents are for. And mothers have she showed me a lot of this stuff when I would get caught up into trying to be tunnel visioned and you know if you don't worship the way i do then you're not worshiping or you didn't come to christ the way i did then you didn't really come to christ Mm -hmm. and that's different that is a personal thing for everyone and you know the way i show excitement is not the way that somebody just goes crazy and and you know raises their hand and just praises and shouts that's probably not William. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And so you, we got to be careful that we don't get caught in that mindset and thinking this is what you have to do in order to praise. And so you become something but you're not. But don't go too far. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And we, right. so we start putting limits on that yeah. as well. I mean. And, and I think that's a huge part of it is the freedom in worship. God gives us freedom. You know, I think back to, and I don't remember if you remember this when we first got here. One of the questions when we had our phone call was, well, what's our, what's the worship like? Not music wise, but is there a freedom in worship? You know, because the church we were at, you know, Tammy is one to, she raises her hands. Like, I mean, she is a worship person, you know, song wise. Mm -hmm. Right. And she would be the only one raising her hands and she would get those judgmental looks of, why are you raising your hands? You know, why are you clapping along to a song? You know, but there's the freedom in that, mm-hmm. you know. That, I mean, yeah. you, you bring up another side of the coin, right? Because we have this mindset of worship and we the freedom that we can enjoy in our church family because it's a family that God has placed us in. Mm-hmm. And so are you free to do whatever you want? Or are you worried about the judgment of everybody looking yeah. around? And so we, we as a church have to overcome this mentality of this is what worship looks like. 
and embrace just what God has yeah. for everyone. Now, there, I think there is a limit because there you is. can go to Scripture and you can talk about loud, boisterous music and parties and all this thing, but you want to, it's not a scriptural thing. You can go too far. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, uh, if we apply reverence to who God is and then allow the worship to throw, flow through those few filters about mm-hmm. honoring God, exalting Him, the worship that we do will be honoring to yeah. God. And uh, one of the places I get to see sort of that genuine worship, because even as adults, we try our best to do freedom of worship, but we always have that back in our mind of, of what's other people doing. When I go, when we do worship with the kids, like, they just they just let loose. Like, some of them are dancing, and of course, they're all clapping off beat, you know, <laughs> but it's there just worshiping God. And it's like, man, I wish more people saw that. Well, it goes back to what you said when you come in the morning, you're having a bad day, right? Right. And you turn on worship music, and then you start singing to the top of your lungs. My my question is, do you do that in service on Sunday morning? (laughs) No. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Because I can't sing. (laughs) You know, and there's there's times. I'm I'm definitely a hand raiser. Um, Right. I'm a swayer. Tyler hits me every morning because I, I'm always bumping into him, and he'll literally whisper sometimes to me, "It's like, can you please quit hitting me?" I don't even realize I'm doing it, um, but I love the freedom and the availability to do that because I feel like that's what it's all about. Is one's heart may not be the same as another in terms of how they worship and how they praise God. Some majority of people aren't hand raisers, aren't waivers aren't mm-hmm. i mean i've i've even seen a, a person or two in our, our service that may dance on yeah. occasion and uh, it make a joyful noise yeah live with your heart because that's where jesus resides anyway right and, and and like i've talked about like you know i play the guitar we lead worship with the kids and there's some sundays where tammy can't be there and so i have to lead worship and i tell the kids hey <laughs> i can't sing but i'm making a joyful noise you right. know and that's what it all is it's just we are worshiping God with mm-hmm. all that we have. I think something that, unless you got anything else you want to go into right now, or no? Uh, I mean, <laughs> William always. I, I, William's, always, <laughs> William's like, never mind. Let me go ahead and ask my question. Uh, William brought up a minute ago, Josh, when we were when we were talking about we're able to do it because we're a family. Yeah. And within the praise team, which I, I give, I want to give a big shout out to that. We have one of the best praise teams ever, in my opinion. Um, and within that. Now, granted, not everybody's behind closed doors. Um, there's a sense of unity, a sense of like you were talking about a minute ago when you were trying to figure out what way God wanted this song to come across, and they mentioned to you that, well, he's probably you're probably going to change it Sunday morning, so it's not going to matter. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's happened several times, and we just don't know it. Oh, I know. Or it. you know it. I, I, I don't know it, but. You, you can't really tell. And a lot of that has to do with, I'm sure, being being unified as one in the body within who's on the praise team and their hearts for Christ and the relationships that you've built with them. How does stuff like that typically work for you all in terms of, like, is it one of those things, have you ran into, like, you're walking in Sunday morning, everybody usually gets here maybe 30 minutes early, I'm not sure of the case of what happened. Hey, guys, guess what? We're changing. <laughs> two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. uh, we was doing a song, and as we was rehearsing it, and I'm just standing there, and Cindy said, 
Hayes, which is our piano player, um, he's got that look. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like what we're doing. And I was like, well, it just doesn't speak to me. What, the way we're playing this, the music, the song, the lyrics, it doesn't speak to me. And that in of itself took me years and years. I, once I started being a worship leader here, and um, I, I wasn't raised in the church per se like that. And so a lot of these hymnals that we sing, I would always look to the piano player and say, play this for me the way that they know it, because this is not my interpretation of this song. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we would play it. And But it took me a long time to say, God has called William to be the worship leader at Mill Creek Church, not somebody else in this time. And he has prepared me to be his leader, his voice through leading some of the songs. And because I would take the way I looked at it and say, I can't do it that way because, and and a, a person that was on the praise team told me one time, yeah, and William will take it and put his country twist on it. That's my background. And that got to thinking and my mom encouraged me uh, because I ask everybody to do their best. And I was playing a double standard mm-hmm. because I did not want to, last thing I want to do and playing music is to come off as a um, a show off as somebody exalting himself. That is the last thing I want. And so in doing so, Satan won the battle. Mm-hmm. He calls me to go into a closet and not play to my full potential. And playing a solo in the church wasn't happening when I took over. Cause mm-hmm. No, that's not respectful. That's not reverence. Well, <laughs> right. I've grown a lot since right. then. <laughs> right. And so, but to, to go back to your point, we had played through this song. I'm trying to think of the name of it. When I Survey, The mm-hmm. Wonderful cro- Wondrous Cross. And so we were playing it the hymn away. And then after everybody left, I asked Mo, our guitar player, I said, could you stick around for a minute? Because I, I'm just, and we played for probably... 15 minutes and I came up with a different arrangement which is what you heard mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago and I started off with the guitar intro and, and it starts with the melody of mm-hmm. uh, do you hear what I hear do you see what I see mm-hmm. and I was the, painting the, the image of do you actually see the cross do you hear what God's telling you about the cross and then you go in and you sing the song and at the end of it we that came later but that particular time Leah which is a, one of the singers I said, I can't throw this one on them on Sunday morning. And so I called her and said, you need to hear this before we get here on Sunday morning because you're the one doing the singing. Now, (laughs) everybody else heard it on Sunday morning. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. And then you also have to be attentive to the Holy Spirit when you do change something. Mm -hmm. And we do rehearse it on Sunday morning uh, and say, okay, this might be a good idea, but in the end, is it honoring? Or do we know it well yeah. enough that we can worship through this? Right. Say, so I, I see a lot of behind the scenes, mm-hmm. just being Here. friends with right. William and being part of the AV team, and you know, I see a lot of behind the scenes of the, the praise team. Um, and there are times where William works on a song and they work on it and they come to Sunday morning and they're like, it's just not there yet. Mm-hmm. So we need to move it. We need <laughs> we, to we need to know, push it back. We did one song, and they actually asked me, "So when are we going to do this song?" Yeah. We had played it for two all, months or longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my answer to them was, "When God wants me to." 
And so just because we know a song, we know it well, that doesn't always mean that God wants it played that right. particular yeah. Sunday. And um, and then I've also seen the reverse side where they don't feel like they're ready for a song. And, right. But where they're like, hey, God's told us to when you do it this Sunday. And it works fantastic. It, it works. Yeah. It's, it's the ultimate surrenderance yeah. of, of where we're at, you know. And I, one of the things I want to hit on here before, and I'll go ahead and announce, guys, I've got to bow out. <laughs> I've got to bow out here in probably about six minutes or so. But something that you you brought up in the last conversation, William, kind of stuck out with me here about how not using our full talents that God wants us to use for his glory because we get caught up in ourselves so much. And I, I would venture to say all of us here and you know, and everybody listening can testify to that, that Satan can use the goodness of who you are for what God intends you to use it for as a burden on yourself mm-hmm. and it's about coming un, un, understanding and coming to that total submittance to saying hey no god is using me i am his child yes i do this very well because he's blessed me very much and i want you guys to understand that if you're serving god and you feel that in your life to where whatever particular it is thing it is that you're good at and you're holding back because you don't want to show out you're not sure. Just remember, it's all in the matter of which the act of the heart you're using it for. If you're using it for the glory of God, push it to the limits. Use what he's given you. Don't shy away from from what God's blessed you with because of the things that he's blessed you with, he can take away from you if you're not using it. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you to do that. Search yourself and use your full abilities of what he's wanting you to use them for, for his glory. Uh, be careful not to get caught up in the blessing. Yeah. Because if we read scripture so many times, God can blesses and then we fall away from him because of the very blessing. Mm-hmm. And so we have to remember when we do use it to the full of our keep yourself in check. And I would even encourage anyone listening uh, to when you start striving for that, you need one or two or three accountability people in your life to say, examine me daily. And, and when you see anything arising in me, that's not of God, tell me. Yeah. Because, you know, when we're being deceived, guess what? The deceiver doesn't see the deceit. Mm-hmm. And so we try to say we're, we're trying to be aware of that, but people looking at us can see it far quicker than we can. You're exactly right. You're going to catch yourself a lot of the time, but not all the time. Right. And that's a great point, to have somebody to be your accountabil- accountability partner. Sounds like a good topic for another. It episode. does. <laughs> next, next, next episode. Next episode. Accountability. <laughs> but uh, you know, this seems like a good segue for me to to bounce. Well, actually, I think this is probably a good segue to. I mean, we're about at the thirty minute mark, so I, and we knew this was not going to be the only episode of worship. <laughs> William, I hate to tell you, but by showing up for this one, you've agreed to I multiple agree. ones. That's good. <laughs> All right, I enjoy it. Yeah, and so I say we just go ahead. And, Do you want to go ahead and just let's just go ahead and wrap it up. Let's um, wrap it up this week and. Uh, We'll definitely call on part two, hopefully sooner more so than later, depending yeah. upon Brother William's uh, schedule. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's been a very blessed episode. Um, I can't wait to dig more into it. Just a just a quick comment. I've got a couple seconds left. I've learned more today too about as I'm going through school and I'm learning more about getting my uh, certificate in Christian ministry with emphasis on pastoral studies. I'm learning and digging deep in different sections of the word mm-hmm. how it was brought to get but be about so on and so forth and listening to you talk william i've learned quite a bit today on 
just worship in general and the different parts and, and focal points thereof and where we need to be. It's not just singing a song. Just like when you was talking about how you put your twist to it or the things that you examine in a song that brings out the focal point of the song. And it's not just singing words. It's why you're singing it. It's the, the words that are being used and the thing that you're talking about within that song that needs to be your focus. And though, I, though I've specifically know that, I don't always catch it all the time. Right. Because I get caught up in the moment thereof. And you know a song so well that sometimes you forget to think about it. You know. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I'm just going to add one quick comment. Some sure. of the times that I change a song doesn't mean that's the way it stays. Right. Because there are certain songs I probably led them different. And the next time we come and sing it, I'll change it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and so we need to wake up every morning with a new song in our heart, like the scripture teaches, and let that be a new day. And every time we embrace this song, uh, we we can play it exactly the same way if we can engage in that song. And it does lift us up to what we need to do. But sometimes we need to sing the song with the same words, but sing it just a little bit differently. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Everything's not the same. Yeah. It changes, but God stays the same. He's the same. He's steadfast. That sounds like a good way to end it. I do. I agree. All right. Tracy, so you want to close us in prayer? Let's close this in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day and this opportunity, God, to be in your presence. I thank you for each opportunity that, that we're given, God, to learn more about you, whether it's through worship, whether it's through reading, whether it's through uh, listening to someone preach. Whatever the way may be, God, I thank you for revealing yourself to us. I thank you for giving us the opportunity for salvation, God, and being able to receive you as our one and only. I pray for all the listeners out there today, God, that hear this message, that, Father, their their hearts would be shaken, that they would be moved and troubled, God, to a point where they feel that emptiness in their life, and they want to know why we sound so upbeat and the things that we talk about are so important to us. Allow them to understand that they can have that same fulfillment within themselves, that all it takes is, is recognizing that they're a sinner and that, that they need to be filled with the righteousness and the love of Christ and and to come to that. Lord, I pray that they reach out to us on our website if, if that may be the case. Uh, we'll go over that at the end. But God, I just thank you again for such a glorious day as this to, to worship your holy name in all that we do. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, William, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. We'll, we look forward to the it's next time. Good. Look forward to it. It's <laughs> look good. forward to it. And so if there's something you want us to discuss or uh, talk about, you can follow us or on social medias at Flow Podcast, or you can go to our website at flowpodcast.org. That's it. <laughs> I'm still learning it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you can reach out to us through email, stuff like that. Um, share us with your friends. You know, not that we're trying to get famous or anything, but we just want to help people grow in their faith and yeah. so i mean you got to understand god this was brought about because of god speaking to us and it's for his glory yeah and we're in a ton of countries I, I would have to look at the website just to see how many countries we're in right now yeah uh but it's all for his glory uh so guys if by chance you were at that point when we were praying and you you feel this way please leave uh, go to our website as josh mentioned uh flowpodcast.org in the bottom part of the um, web webpage, there's a spot for comments. Uh, just leave us a message, and we'll be more than happy to pray for you and and uh, even possibly get in touch with you, leave an email address or something, and we, we don't mind to reach out to you. Uh, 
uh outside of that we're signing off i'm jlog i'm josh and i'm william (laughs) god bless guys bye (laughs) thanks for listening make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official flow merch Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.